This episode is brought to you by Teeth Powder 2.0. Have you been searching for fluoride-free toothpaste alternative? Are you looking to improve your overall oral health? Then Teeth Powder 2.0 is for you. Teeth Powder 2.0 strengthens enamel, eliminates plaque, and improves your overall oral hygiene. Log on to teethpowder.com, clicking the products tab, then using promo code TTWITHBB to save 15% on orders of two or more. Free shipping for all U.S. orders. Again, that is T-E-E-F-P-O-W-D-E-R.com with promo code TTWITHBB. Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, hence the BB. While we're back for another rousing episode with a lovely guest that is a returning guest, but I will get to that after the housekeeping that is to follow. So, uh, thanks to all my wonderful listeners, new and old, for checking out this podcast. I really appreciate your patronage uh, in the form of listening to this podcast. Uh, If you are unaware, there is an official website at trendingtopicswithbbpodcast.com, or you could Google Trending Topics with BB Podcast. Every link is pretty much uh, searchable via Google. I've worked on that SEO, if you know what I'm talking about. Along those lines, if you are a Apple Podcast, Stitcher, or any other platform uh, that takes this, I would appreciate if you leave a favorable rating or comment. It helps this podcast be found by other listeners, as well as stay relevant within those platforms to be found by other listeners. I appreciate you. Also, I have failed want to mention one thing and that is there is trending topics with bb official merch that you can buy to help support this podcast those links have actually been in they'll be the in this description this episode description as well as previous episode descriptions but if you log on to tpublic.com search for trending topics with bb podcast you'll find the store and there's all kinds of cool and interesting items with this podcast logo attached to them and that includes a baby onesie and a laptop case along with a wonderful t-shirt so i would appreciate if you do enjoy this podcast please head over to tpublic.com or click the link in this episode description to get your trending topics with bb podcast merch well I want to introduce this episode. This episode encompasses a wonderful human being that I've gotten to know after our first chat that we talk a little bit about uh, a couple years ago on this podcast. Uh, you know her as DJ Hay or he- Heather N. Blade. Uh, she's a wonderful human being uh, pursuing her dreams as a trans DJ uh, with some adversity but is doing so and I just wanted to catch up because a lot of things have happened since our last conversation so without further ado I'll give you my wonderful conversation with Heather this episode of trending topics with BB is brought to you by ringer are you thinking about starting your own podcast but need a way to interview guests long distance or do you have a need for a conference calling app but with without the risk of software issues then ringer is the app for you After some careful research of all the apps out there on the market, Ringer became the clear favorite. Ringer can be used on your PC or Mac or smartphone through a convenient app. They have two inexpensive plans for you to choose from based on your needs and features to create studio quality audio. 
My listeners can save up to 25% on a plan using ringer.com slash TT with BB. So what are you waiting for? Have the broadcast of your life with Ringer. And that's again for all my listeners spelled R-I-N-G-R dot com slash TT with BB. Well, it's awesome to talk to you again, Heather. Um, I can't believe it's been, has it almost been three years since the first episode? The Two years, actually. Wow. Time flies. So it's, it's, it's a long time coming to catch up. Um, but I wanted to to reach out and uh, catch up because I know you've been working hard um, in terms of all kinds of, like, you've gotten more gigs and you're working on some more mixes and I've seen you on a lot of radio shows recently. Yes. So uh, for those that don't know, that haven't listened to the first episode, which you should, uh, Heather is a trans DJ. Um, when she, we, we talked about her story. Um, but to kind of catch you up, it's awesome to see you, you still pursue your passion and you're, you're still working on it. So, um, in the, in the last three years, uh, how have, uh, I know it's still a struggle, but how have things in your career kind of changed? And, and um, yeah, just kind of talk a bit about, like, all of the opportunity you've got. Absolutely. So, first of all, I want to say, Brooke, thank you very much for having me once again. I appreciate it. And for those of you who have not checked out the first episode or for those of you who are just now hearing about me, I'll just give a little brief introduction of who I am. So, my name is Heather Nyblade, but I am professionally known as DJ Hay. I am a totally blind trance DJ from San Diego, California. And I was inspired by Dutch DJ and producer Ferry Corsten, who I had the pleasure of meeting in 2013 at the Intervention Pool Party. And I decided to follow his footsteps and pursue my own career a year later. And within a short time, I began performing at special events, premiere parties, and nightclubs in Southern California. But within, within the last two years that we've talked, I've had like you said, a lot of great things come up, such as getting the opportunity to do my first show last year at Exchange LA. And that was such a big milestone for me because I had the chance to perform on the same night as Alpha 9 and Ferry Corsten during the Unity event, in which um, Ferry played his his um, actual first Unity collab that he did with Paul Wilkenfold called A Slice of Heaven. Awesome. I do remember you getting that, and I, I wanted to uh, come out to LA, but I couldn't make it. But I, I was, I was actually more excited for you getting that than just the whole event. I mean, obviously, I'm a fairy fan. You know that as well. Sure, but, of course. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy to see you on a lineup because you deserve it, regardless of what people may think in the industry. So, exactly. I, I was that was great. Um, but to con. Tenny, so I know to kind of, I think I mentioned this a minute ago, but uh, so talk a little bit about all of the mixes and radio shows. you Within this, I have had a lot of great things happen, such as last year I had the chance to be a guest on the 296th episode of Uplifting, up, <coughs> excuse me, 
I had a chance to be a guest on the 296th episode of Uplifting Only with Ori Uplift. And that was an even bigger milestone for me because that was my first time to do a guest mix for a show that aired on DI.FM, which, for those who don't know, is digitally imported, which is the number one platform for electronic dance shows, such as Corson's Countdown, A State of Trance, all the big name shows. And I remember the moment I got the email from Harpo uh, Alberto Coley, who was the DJ, that's his real name, um, the moment he emailed me telling me where it was going to air, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? Because I, I knew what DI.FM was. And so the moment I told all of my supporters and friends and fans, they were like, wow, that's amazing. I'm so happy for you. And yeah, a lot of people were tuning into it. <clears throat> and then in December of that same year, I had the chance to be a guest for the re-trance event, which was hosted by Rick Albright, that aired on this radio station called Lifted Trance Music Radio, which is based out of Germany. And so about a week after the episode aired, <clears throat> he messaged me and said, Hey, I just wanted to let you know everybody loved your mix. Would you like to have your mixes air on the station once a month? And I said, Of course. So not only now can you hear my mixes on SoundCloud, but you can also tune into them on the third Saturday of every month on Lifted Trance Music Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, which, of course, is 12 a.m. Central European. That's awesome. That's great. I mean, because uh, a lot of DJs and artists have their own radio shows or radio occurrences, so I'm glad this is developing for you. Um, so I know I, I, you, you wrote a post on Facebook the other day. I'm not, I mean, people can go check out Heather's Facebook post, but about the industry and, um, just getting more, uh, recognition and, and respect in the industry. Now, what has been the struggle? In terms of, is, I mean, I know the struggle has been, I guess people have this, this perception of what being blind means, but what do you feel is the next step? Well, what I will say is I've been very lucky to have not been turned down by any venues or clubs so far. And that's what I'm hoping will continue to happen because the thing that I'm really happy about is how everyone has always been really impressed with what I can do, how they're like, wow, that's amazing that you're blind, but yet you're still pursuing this. And I think that's dope. But yes, the struggle that I tend to notice a lot is that not everyone is as fortunate as not just me, but people who get opportunities to do what they do. Like some people feel the need to treat people with disabilities differently by being overprotective of them or by doubting them and just saying, well, because you're blind, you're not really going to be able to perform at, let's say, for example, luminosity. Well, you can't really see the crowd 
So because you can't see the crowd, I really don't think you're going to get the chance to perform at a big name event like Luminosity because you have to see what you're doing. And to me, that's, that's a BS answer. <laughs> you know, cause it's like, well, if you don't think I can get up in front of 15, 20,000 people and perform for them, go watch me on Periscope or hear some of my mixes or just check me out on Twitter, check me out on Instagram. And then you'll, you'll have the proof. <laughs> Great. And I, I think that is, we, we need to work to get rid of that mentality because it's about the music. So who cares? In my opinion, um, and, and is that it shouldn't be about production and the spectacle of it all. At the end of the day, it's about trans music or it's about whatever music you're there to see. And your skills as a DJ should be, you know, what people care about, not whatever perceptions and, and thoughts they have on the matter. Um, but the, I guess because the industry is turned, it's part of the entertainment industry and they turn in, especially dance music has turned into such a, I guess, lack of a better word, phenomenon. There's that mentality that it needs to be of such a performance or, or whatever it may be. But, so, I'm, I guess my question in all of this, bringing this up, is how can other people in the industry and people help people such as yourself get over that stigma? Well, what they can do is they can take the time to network with me, whether if it's in person or through social media, such as through direct message on Twitter, through the through email, whatever, because I really love sharing my story with people in this community. And like I said to you a few minutes ago, I feel very lucky that so far nobody has turned me down and that they have not discouraged me and tried to say, well, I don't know if you're going to be able to do this because you have to see what you're doing. Um, but also, like I said, check me out. The best thing people can do is to listen to my mixes on SoundCloud and watch some of my previous scopes of my sets. Because by not only listening to how I mix, but also for people who can see to see what I'm doing, they'll realize, oh, what? She's a totally blind trans DJ? Dang, I want to check her out. I want to book, I want to book this chick. This is dope. I'm going to pass her on to this promoter I know, let's say, in, in Holland. <laughs> right. And so, I know, I mean, obviously we, we've known each other for a few years now, but. Yes. And you know, I, I started my, uh, non-profit yes you did and I, i'm working hard to uh, i'm working hard to make dreams come true for and people be able to go to events yes such as yourself uh-huh now i'm i'm still working on this but um sure i i completely understand yeah no no no, no i know but my my question my 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 point with bringing this up is 
how can we get the community to uh you know be a little bit more i wouldn't say giving but more open to maybe helping others attend the event even if they're not not even in the industry just like right. be able to go to dream state or edc uh-huh. or well i think the best and then it leads to maybe something i'm sorry well then i was gonna say then it may lead and uh, maybe lead to other opportunities what, what is what are your thoughts on that well i think the best thing for them to do especially if there's a particular dj and producer they really admire that performs at that event every year that they really want to meet and also go enjoy their set is they need to open up about it to either their publicist or their manager or them directly, but also to everyone in the community, because like I've always taught people, it never hurts to ask. An example I can give is a few years ago, I had a friend in Seattle who uh, found out that Ferry Corston was going to be at the foundation nightclub. And she said to me, well, I want to go meet him, but here's the problem is that you have to have a number of people in order to get not only the meet and greet, but also VIP treatment. And I said to her, you know what? Get in touch with the venue and let them know how much of a fan you are of him and tell them how he's really made a difference in your life and that you really want to meet him. And then sure enough, the next day she got an email back from them saying, hey, not a problem. We can give you a VIP bracelet when you arrive at the venue. And she spent about 30 minutes before his set talking to him. And she kept telling me, if it hadn't been for you encouraging me to reach out to them, this never would have happened. So that's my advice is that everyone needs to let people know how much of a fan they are of a DJ or producer in the EDM industry, because this can happen to anyone. And I'm saying not just people with disabilities, but anyone who can see. But of course, as you probably know, for me, it's a little bit different, which is why it makes it even more special. But the thing that I really like is that ferry staff, yes, they've been giving me VIP treatment and such, but they're not doing it because I'm blind. They're doing it because they know that Yes, I have something unique about me that not a lot of people do, but that I need, I should be included just like everyone else. And that I'm capable of enjoying the magic and excitement of his set like all of his fans. So, I guess on that note, um, I don't know what we can do, but I, I, you know, looking into ways or more awareness for events, because in, there's a lot of music festivals. So let, let's take even the club side of it out for a minute. Right. There's a lot of music festivals and there are a lot, there's a lot of logistics and, and um, they're just big. Yes. Um, so how can we make it better for <coughs> Excuse me for everybody to attend because I'm not sure the companies that run EDC like Insomniac or sure. Ultra 
understand that. Understand that what? No, they they understand, uh, you know, that there needs to be a little bit more availability for all, everybody to attend. What are your thoughts kind of going forward? Have you run into any obstacles other than um, what we've already discussed about such events? Well, I know that one of the biggest ones, of course, is financial strain, <clears throat> which a lot of people have because <clears throat> sometimes, yeah, they want to go to the event of their dreams, but unfortunately, because of their financial strain, they're not able to afford it. But also, um, while these events are fun, it is important to be careful about who, who you may encounter. So I definitely think it's safer for people to not only go with people they know and trust, but also to make sure that even some of the staff members are keeping an eye on them to make sure that they are safe so that if ever somebody like super drunk or something comes up to them and like starts doing something that's inappropriate or, or whatever, that they're there to be like, just, just control that person. Right. Just simple safety measures. Exactly. Respect. So to, to at kind the of end get of the, back. Oh, I'm um, sorry. No, no, continue. Because at the end of the day, they're, they, they're coming there to have fun and enjoy themselves and to make connections with people and to make new friends. You know, they're not there to have something dangerous or negative happen to them. Because like I always say, the trans community is unity and it's all about bringing positive energy and love to each other. Agreed, um, to an extent. So to kind of go back to, uh, we talked about, um, you have your, your, your mixes going up on the radio stations and, um, you've been able to get more, um, gigs such as the one in exchange. Now, uh, let's talk about the scene in San Diego for a second. I know there's a trans family in San Diego. It's not obviously as big as some of the other, um, cities out there, but, wasn't there a, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there a, they were trying to start a, like, local trance night that you've played at before? Yes, actually, they do have it. It's, um, <clears throat> it used to be known as Trance Tuesdays because it was on, I believe, the, I think the first Tuesday of every month, um, something like that. But now it's called, <clears throat> sorry. But now it's called Transcend, uh, Transcension, which is on the third Thursday of every month. And yes, I have performed there a couple of times. I actually performed for it when it used to be Trans Tuesdays for it back in September. And then I performed for it when it was known as Transcension, Transcension back in February. And I'm telling you, everybody went crazy during my set. I had a couple of people come up to me, one of which was talking to me as if I was a big name celebrity. I mean, they were just raving on and on about my set. And that really made me feel good because I've never 
within the four and a half years that I've been a DJ ever had somebody do that. Most of the time, it's just like a quick, oh, DJ, hey, you were great tonight. And then they go off to have their drink or whatever it is they're doing. So, <laughs> yeah, that really, <laughs> that really made my day. Awesome. So you said it's changed, it's changed its form. So is it still happening? Yes, it is. Or is it on a different night? No, it's, uh, well, it, okay. like I said, it's on the, it's now on the third Thursday of every month. But it's, okay. it's at the, uh, it's at the air conditioned lounge, which is one of the smaller clubs here in San Diego. Well, it's more like a, more like a bar, more like a bar, but it is still a club slash venues, you know, slash bar. Great. Well, hopefully, um, that continues. So, um, I also am aware that, I mean, I, that the trans family in San Diego, there's been some, you guys have the Lucent events where you've been getting yes, we artists do. in San Diego. Yes, we do have those. Have, have, have you been, I mean, I don't know, obviously with everything that's going on, I haven't been able to pay attention as close as I've wanted to, mm -hmm. but has there been talk about you adding to support those artists that come through? Uh, you know what? I haven't had, I actually haven't been booked to perform for Lucent yet. Cause that's, that's definitely, uh, uh, cause as you know, it's, it's usually an open to close event and I've, I've never done an open to close set before, but I have been to that event a few times. It usually depends on who's performing there. Like if it's an artist or DJ that I know really well. And if a lot of my friends are going to be there, then I'll go. Okay. Well, that's awesome. So, um, is, has there been any talk of, so are you strictly looking into just DJing or is there been any like thoughts of producing going forward? Uh, actually, yes, I am taking that to the next step of my career, which is to produce because, and I got to give a big, Thanks to Rio Lorenzo for telling me this because for a long time, a lot of people were asking me, when are you going to produce? When are you going to produce? And for a while, I thought, wow, so many people are just trying to rush me into this, into the next step. And then when Rio and I were talking on Messenger a while ago, I told him what my goal is. And that's when he said, hey, if you want the big bookings, believe me, you're going to have to get into producing because this is why it's helped me. This is why it's where I am now. And this is why I think it can really help you. So after that message, I'm like, all right, yes. I want to do it because it'll show everyone that I am very serious about getting the big bookings. And if you think about it, everyone's doing producing nowadays. And everyone's DJing too. So I definitely think by doing both, it can, it can be really beneficial. And who knows? I might end up having one of my songs play on Corson's Countdown. I mean, you never know what can happen. Right. I mean, that would, that's awesome. And I definitely look forward to that. So, 
are you have you begun that process of learning more about producing and, and getting into it? Yes, I am actually I, yeah. um I am actually working on a collab with um a friend of mine by the name of uh DJ Golden Boy Mike. Big shout out to him. Uh he's here in San Diego. But yeah, we're starting to uh, work on a collab together. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Well, thank you. Yeah, we, of course, we're not finished with it yet, but we really are working on it. So I, so as soon as we have it all polished up and start looking at what label to submit it to, I will definitely be spreading the word. Awesome. So, I mean, I just wanted to, you know, you know, get the word out about, uh, what, you know, what you've been up to and development of your career. Now, a lot of, you know, we talked about just now about producing and continuing to, uh, get more bookings as a DJ. Do you have any other goals within the industry you're looking at? Well, I really would love to, like I said, get the big bookings, but also I would really love to um, have the chance to perhaps speak at a conference like Amsterdam Dance Event or like at the Miami Music Conference, like the one you were at not too long ago, because yes, there are a lot of DJs and producers out there, who are cited, but how often do people get to hear about a DJ and producer who's blind, who plays trance, but is also female? Not very often. Because, I mean, 99% of trance and EDM DJs are men. But also, right. while there are a few DJs out there who are visually impaired, especially here in the U.S., not a lot of them play trance or, ED or EDM. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing with producers. There are a few producers out there who are visually impaired or blind or who have a disability, but not very many of them produce trance or EDM. They do other genres, but not trance. Right. So definitely, I mean, uh, can't wait for that. I, mean, I feel like people need to be a, a little bit more educated and, and aware of what's going on um so is there anything i may have missed that uh, we haven't discussed that people should look out obviously your social media uh, dj hey official right yes uh what else uh and where, or where else can people other, I mean, what, what is your sound file Definitely put all these in the sure. episode. Sure. Um, it's soundcloud.com slash DJ Hey. So soundcloud.com forward slash DJ and then H-E-Y. So there's no official in there, but it's just my DJ name. Awesome. Is there anything uh, that I may have missed? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think we've discussed everything. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Heather, for joining me on my podcast uh, for another episode. I'm looking forward to hearing more of your mixes and obviously your producing coming up. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I just wanted to give a quick shout out to 
some of my fans. Uh, quick shout out to my good fan, Margaret Sklamp from Seattle. And she's the one I mentioned earlier about um, Barry Corson as far as her meeting him. So shout out to her. Uh, shout out to my good friend, also in Seattle, Sanjeev Rajan. And of course, shout out to DJ Golden Boy Mike. Thank you for helping me out with our collaboration. And I can't wait for us to continue with it and to hopefully get it submitted to the label that I decide to submit it to. And shout out to my good friend from Canada. Shout out to my good friend from Canada, Max Harris Jans. Uh, thanks for all your support as well. And just thank you to all of my fans and friends in the trans community for being there for me. And I hope to see you at a future show someday. And of course, shout out to you, Brooke. Thank you for having me as well. Definitely. <clears throat> you know, I'm, uh, I'm a fan. So thanks again. And we will chat uh, once again. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs>